Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can. I have it set on now as well. Good. I was I was way far away from my microphone, so <laughs> I tend to just wear headphones both in apartment and while outside. Like I've got my whole sound system rigged to Bluetooth. I gotta weigh that one. Gotta weigh it. Gotta weigh it. Oh, that that Futurama uh, hoodie is dope. Yeah, Cameron said your Futurama hoodie is dope. Thank you. Pounds, six ounces. <laughs> Can't minimize when I'm recording. Okay, that's okay. What size is that box? I don't know. Something I had to find. Uh, no, it doesn't say on this. What's going on, man? How are you, Cam? I'm not bad. How are you? Doing well, man. I I, uh, I saw you're going to Tennessee. Is that correct? Yeah, I am going uh, Friday. I leave, uh, and then uh, and they're all weekends and back Monday afternoon. Right. I believe. Where in Tennessee are you going? Um, it's a little place outside of Nashville. I want to say about forty-five minutes, but I haven't been there since I was like eight. But mm -hmm. it's called Paris, Tennessee. There's a you know I'm about forty-five minutes from a Paris, Texas. Paris, Texas. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I've been through Paris, Texas. Like I mostly just know it from having lived in Texas, but also from the movie, of course. Uh. Which is also part of the Criterion Collection. Hang on, hang on just a second. Yeah, yeah go ahead. The length is 15. Okay. The width is 13 and a half. Okay. The height is 15, 14, 10. Oh, I, uh, speaking of shipping, I, uh, spent like 60 something on pirate ship to ship that, uh, Sentinel to, to so. Justin, uh, Schroeder. Do what? I'm going to go ahead and run these to the post office. Okay. That one's UPS. Okay. Yeah, dude, it's expensive to ship those things. Man. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, thank you again, though. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm glad I could help out. Like, I am probably going to send the second one I had to him because I printed the label, but I haven't, like, yet attached it to the box. Uh-huh. But... There we go. Uh, uh, but I think I'm going to send him the one I already had 
which is still in box, and then the one that has the Fortress logo on it, I'm going to use for the raffle one. Nice. That way. Yeah, uh, because it'll be nice branding for you guys. You look good. You look good, dude. Hey, thank you. I mean, yeah, you look great. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. What size is that shirt? Medium? Uh, small. Small? Is it really? God damn. Yeah. Oh, it's a little tight. I mean, it's yeah, meant but, to be, but yeah. yeah. But, look, but look at you go. <laughs> yeah, looking, not bad. Looking right? good, man. Thank you. Yeah. What's going on? And these man? jeans. How, these uh, jeans oh, those are, are really dope. Yeah, they're like an all-over <laughs> print. Uh, it's Levi's. Like it's, Levi's? it looks like. Yeah, I can't really tell. Like, I think that the print was like something old, like catalog, like their old catalog. Oh like the yeah, mail-in. like the old mail yeah. logo or some shit. Like yeah, like the late eighteen hundreds or whatever nice. they started. Yeah, like, but it's a really dope fucking pant, right? Yeah, those Ooh, are sweet, dude. Mercari, I'm the king of nice. the thrift. I fucking love Mercari, man. I do, do. Like, I have had Sorry. such luck. Uh, the uh, Infinity Gauntlet that I have, the one that I found one on Mercari for twenty for like twenty bucks, right? <laughs> twenty nine dollars. Uh, it's also going to be included. I think in the raffle because like I was thinking about I was like well the Justins over at Just Incredible gave us uh, a thousand which was incredibly generous of them right uh, for the Sentinel as well as some other stuff from the Kickstarter Gus Gus <laughs> Gus Gus he's, make, he's uh, over there making a mess and I realized, I was like, all right, like, because I was talking to a couple different people about it. I was like, like, what makes sense? How do I approach this? Because like a thousand is worth more than the Sentinel is. And I don't want people to be like, oh, he's going to make so much off the raffle, even though it's for a film. But you know how people in the toy community can be. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, how do I avoid the scalper? Like, <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, it's for a cause technically yeah uh but also i was like you know what because like 20 dollars per raffle ticket and 50 slots is pretty fucking good odds like like and i imagine there will be people that will definitely nice odds yeah and then i was like but how do i increase the like the amount that we make off of it (laughs) without seeming like greedy or without the odds being like i was like yeah but like I, it was like yeah let, how do we get this to two thousand and i was like well like 20 at our one in 100 chance 20 tickets at uh, or 100 tickets at 20 is not as like eh. like it's much more of a kind of mess situation and i was like well i really want to get that infinity gauntlet again and get one that's in a little bit better shape not that this one's bad it's just a little like buffed up sure like they played with it it's like been displayed it, like, and played with and shit. yeah yeah i got you like like the the jewel the mind stone has got like some scratches on it minor but whatever but I was like, you know, 29 bucks. But I was like, I'm going to find one in box and like a little bit better shape and then use this as like a runner up prize. 
I was like, because if your chances are two in a hundred, like it's still pretty good odds. Yeah, and that yeah, actually would sure. get us and that would get us to two thousand. And I think I might increase it to uh like I mean, if we did 150 tickets and have three prizes, that's 3,000. Like, and like, that's still pretty fucking good odds, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about going that route, like picking, like, and actually making the gauntlet, like, the need, third if, place. I was about to say, if you, if you, uh, if you need some, some other something, I could probably come up with something. I mean, yeah, totally. Whatever you can I do. I have a, like, I, I don't want to. You, I got a. You uh, already gave so much. I don't want to like. <laughs> yeah, but I got a. I got the. I got the war machine helmet. I could probably. Oh, fuck! That would be that I would mean, be dope because that way you get the Sentinel first prize, the war machine helmet second prize, and then the gauntlet, gauntlet third prize. Third. Yeah, we could easily do like a hundred. That way you could do that's... like twenty, twenty five hundred, three thousand. Yeah. Like twenty out of one hundred and fifty, or twenty dollars. Because that, that's like, let's see, prize wise, that's like the odds are three and five, and call it sixty bucks. That's like right at a thousand dollars worth of prizes. Yeah. And if you're talking, tw- if you do twenty five hundred divided by what did you say twenty dollar buy-in uh that was my initial idea yeah like twenty that's a hundred and twenty five tickets yeah that's really fucking good odds so do we do you think i could get away with uh keeping the price 20 and doing 150 or is that too much like where is that line is what i'm trying to figure out three thousand 150 is not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I, think I, I think 125 is like really good odds. It's exciting, right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's, yeah. Like I it. think that's where the line divides because I was trying to figure out exactly where that line is, like yeah. where it becomes like less exciting. I, I think that's a good because with three prizes, that's pretty substantial. And like they're all good prizes too. Yeah. That's all good shit. I mean, the gauntlet is, you know, even though I only paid 29 it's a little... Buff, well, it's like, a, I mean, it, it's like 60 bucks. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Even in the condition it's in, like $60, that's, a, that's yeah. a pretty... And if you pay 20 bucks for it... Because I'm just going to find an inbox one to go with mine. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm a little picky about mine. I hear you. If I didn't love that fucking Star Lord helmet that I wore at Halloween and the costume that goes with it so much, I might do the Star Lord helmet. Yeah, exactly. yeah, because I'm like, oh, that would garner some massive interest. Sure, I think that I, th- I think if we throw in that, um, I think if we yeah, throw in one machine, machine helmet because that's electronic, it lights up, it fucking opens, yeah. like it's it's, uh, really... it's removable too, right? Yeah, just like yeah. the Iron Man. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I have the Iron Man one. I've never opened it. Like, I actually, I don't remember how much I paid for it, but I don't think it was much. Yeah, they're like, they're uh, like well, the War Machine one goes for like one thirty-five, one sixty-five. Oh yeah, 
because yeah. like these these appreciate in value quickly. Uh, I got the Iron Man fix sheet because uh, someone like had something went wrong with their pre per, or pre order, and they ended up that the company sent them a second one. Oh, nice! And like they were, yeah, and they were really cool about it. I wish I could remember who it was, but like they were like, "Who wants it?" I was the first to be like, "Bam!" And like yeah. the price was like really low. It was like I think I paid like maybe seventy five, including shipping. Right. Like I was like. Boo! on it <laughs> yeah. hell yeah all right man um yeah. let's see uh, i love your hand of our barrel um, shirt uh i'm gonna i'm gonna clap i'm gonna clap okay <laughs> what's up everybody my name is blake with me today is cameron cole hello cameron. world Cameron is the uh, screenwriter slash man behind uh, Twitter painted. Uh, uh, correct. I'm the writer and the co-director. Writer and, and co-director. Sort of, and sort of a producer because I'm learning that at the same and, time. And semi-producer. And there's his lovely ass. <laughs> Sorry. Watching, if, you're watching the, if you're watching the video, there you go. Little, little you're welcome little something for you you're welcome how are you, how are you doing man uh, i'm very very well actually i uh, worked on yeah, worked I, on some rewrites of the script this morning actually i'm i'm very i'm very excited for you about the film i'm very excited I, about the film uh, i love that you're excited about it but we're not we're not talking about the film no we're not talking about <clears throat> <clears throat> we're not talking about your successful Kickstarter. <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking uh, about <clears throat> we're not talking about your corporate sponsorships or your I'm actually not allowed to talk about we're not, those. Talk, we're not talking about your corporate sponsorships. <laughs> we're not talking about the thousands of dollars you raised uh, uh, for 20... this that I can talk about. This, um, we had this fucking amazing uh, movie, which I've read the script, early drafts of the script, and uh, very, very witty, very charming, very fucking oh, funny, um, and, and very well done. So we're not talking about the big things that are expected from, from Cameron going forward <laughs> we're not talking about well that. we're not talking about that that's not what we're talking about we're talking about i don't know what are we talking about we were, ta we were I, talking we we're talking toys before the clap yeah absolutely yeah we're before um, the clap bc the clap. indeed now BC, we see before clap now we talked <laughs> about uh i i have i have notes uh, in my in my notes, I wrote down that you may or may not want to talk about uh, LGBTQ representation in modern Absolutely. media. Absolutely, uh, which uh, I think that'll be a great great uh, great one for us to tackle. Uh, Into that, you can talk about just anything you're excited about, man. And like, uh, this is this is a spot where you can talk about anything that you want to. That's not work. Yeah, hey. Uh, well, right off the bat, shout out. Show them your uh, T-shirt a little bit more. 
yeah, look at this Hanna Barbera, and like, not necessarily the Pride flag because I think that was just the original logo. It's the original like logo, the man, but but it's like uh, with the but, but hey, but it's got the ways. it's got the it's got the uh, it's got the nice the nice rainbow feel to it. Yeah. Fucking, I fucking love this shirt, man. I love Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Uh, I was like, there was a lot of them I dug as a kid. Like I, I'm the right age. I'm 44 now. Uh, like I was the right age for a lot of that. Like uh, grew up on Scooby Doo for sure. Oh yeah, man. Like, uh, but just uh, in terms of LGBT representation, like Hanna Barbera, like I Snaggletooth is Hanna Barbera, right? Snagglepuss, Snagglepuss, man. Snagglepuss, Snagglepuss. Yeah. They they uh, they released a comic recently yeah did you read that uh, i didn't it like i he was a he might... was a gay they they re- rewrote him as a gay southern playwright yeah very tennessee williams yeah or, super uh, tennessee williams uh, yeah exactly or uh god damn it why can't i think of his name uh woo, i was in a play he wrote oh my god uh truman capote very truman capote or yeah tennessee yeah williams yeah, that was kind yes. of the that was kind of the vibe of the comic, which was super cool. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It super weirded cool. me out. I'm looking at on my screen off screen or off camera, my screen over here. I'm looking at uh, the comic, and like it's done so stylistically. I, I love I, the I love the style that they did. Um, it's kind of um, let's see. Yeah, I they do want to read did it, it now. They did it super, um, like, I, I love the Lady Liberty cover that they did. Uh, they did it huh. with the, uh, with the, like, the cigarette holder and the sunglasses oh, yeah. and the, like, and they just, fuck. I mean, they just kind of, like, went with the, uh, with the ascots and the bow ties and the, like. Yeah. And they just yeah. fucking, they just fucking went for it, man. They just went all in. Huh. Yeah, I do need to read that. There's got to be a trade paperback or a hardcover. There's, like, there's, I was never... I, there should be a trade I was, by now, I think. Yeah, oh, oh, there must be. Uh, they did something with Flintstones, too, where there was a gay couple in the Flintstones comic that was reinterpreted modern, same style. Really? But didn't read it either. Yeah, I read something about it. Like, I, I'm very much a Google News junkie and, like, have comics and gay set as uh or lgbt set as my uh like in my stuff that it pulls up primarily like or at least prioritizes and like uh so i read a lot of the stuff uh or read about a lot of the things that are happening in the comics it's like i grew up very much a comics nerd mostly marvel but like uh yeah, like there's a lot of queer representation that's coming around. In particular, like the Hanna Barbera, though, is like some of the earliest stuff I can really remember in terms of like. I mean, I came out in 1991, <clears throat> and at that point, there wasn't even a queer superhero because North Star came out officially in Marvel in '92, which was a year after I came out as a kid. So like when I was a kid, yeah, like there was, did, and you did come out as a kid, right? You were like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, like it was just like yeah, all right, because like I was like fuck it, like who cares? Thirteen, what they and, Ka- and actually, Cameron and I are from the same hometown. Mm. 
I well, I came out in well, Michigan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I came I out Cameron, in Michigan. Cameron moved around a lot, but I grew up in yeah. Odessa, Texas. I knew, and you, then I moved I to Odessa. Some, I knew you spent some time there as well. Oh yeah. Uh, in fact, like weeks after I came out, actually, let's say months, months after I came out, like I moved to Odessa, Texas, which was an abrupt cultural shift. Bro, I bet. And I was, yeah, especially as a newly out gay teen, like what in the about, 90s. Especially in was, the, as I was to say, especially in the mid 90s, that's probably, uh, that's probably, uh, <laughs> when I, when I, uh, talk about it i tend to like in telling about my coming out like i always like use it as like a like a three short line repeated it's like having come out at 13 having come out in the mid 90s like and in west texas like right. it's like yeah, yeah it was like it was a lot yeah, but there wasn't a, that, a lot of is, representation that, that is a lot <laughs> yeah yeah i was ballsy i was a ballsy kid there wasn't a lot of queer rep back then like and then like after after i came out like it was north star was the first which was just like tragically bad written was that um uh north star he was alpha flight right yes correct they were the canadian mutant line uh because like the initial i love uh john burn john burn and claremont uh, created that mm-hmm. um pre- well yeah. created that that uh that care that, that character that te- yeah. i think the team but i know for sure the character uh alpha is- flight their initial appearance was in the original x-men or well uncanny at that point yeah uncanny 1979 they all showed up as a team there you go it was yeah i uh, wikipedia uh, claremont for sure uh yeah created by canadian writer and artist john byrne the team first appeared john in the Bur- two-part I've, story I've, i fucking love john byrne man john byrne is uh, one of those john byrne's one of those guys i gotta give mad props man because he did a lot of writing and drawing his own shit correct he like he like wrote it and drew it and yeah. turn that shit. I mean, that's that. That to me is uh, that to me is a fucking comic book writer. Yeah, absolutely. That's you know a comic I mean? book creator. 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 Yes. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh, yeah. Like it was. Uh, well, because like uh, the Uncanny X Men number one twenty and one twenty one never intended the team to be an ongoing title. He created them merely to survive a fight with the X Men, uh, quote unquote. For the purposes of that story and then convince them uh marvel convinced him to create them in a series to capitalize on his popularity at the time so this was like yeah the beginning of his like ascent as it were john, uh, john byrne mm-hmm. oh 79 that would have been like right when he kind of was on the on the upswing yep uh and like that was awesome and he's, because, i like, think that, he's still doing stuff uh, that is a very good question. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, because I think last I checked, he was working with, um, working with uh, IDW, and he's a, he's an older cat now. He's seventy one. Yeah, yeah. That 
1950 he was born. Um, but he is, let's see, Return to Marvel, DC Comics. Yeah. First of all, later career, selected to the young uh, that he is may, when I uh, like that was yeah, my he may era. Not be doing, he may not be doing stuff anymore, but he was doing stuff in like 2011. Yeah, so recent. So like fairly, fairly recently. No. Yeah. Like I came into comics through mutant stuff too. That was like my that was my I like so many queer kids. That was the mutant, mutant stuff, like the mutant stuff. Yeah, I, I was and like to, I was uh, the right I was the right age that like Uncanny was in its in in, in its like like in its prime, right? Yeah, yeah. Like post, uh, like I can't remember like. My the first X Men I remember are like that early '80s Rogue with the short spiky yeah yeah uh, stripe and like the black outfit with like the green crop top and the green gloves yeah yeah the gold belt uh yeah like that era like early '80s and then like I liked the X Men but what really did it for me was New Mutants like that was my first geek love like I love New Mutants. Uh, I still very much have a soft spot for him. Of the the different Marvel Legends I have, I wish I had them set up that I could show it, but like, or set up well, it's messy. But like the X, the X Men haven't proper, the mutant stuff hasn't properly been displayed yet because uh, the Sentinel I have, or one of the Sentinels I have, technically, uh, like I set it up, but I haven't fully finished displaying it in the position I want, and then everything else is going to get oh, yeah, around nice. that. Yeah, 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 like it's the centerpiece. <laughs> sure. And like in my comics display, but New Mutants was my first real love. Like that was, and I was like, it was. What did that premiere in eighty eighty one? I think it was eighty one. <clears throat> New Mutants. Yeah, it was. It was early, man. And like, and then Alpha Flight was very quickly or right around. I can't remember which came first. Speaking of new mutants, what did you yes. think? What did you think about the movie? Mm, I have such sadness about that movie because, like, it was my jam. Uh, like, oh wait, <coughs> eighty-two. 82 was when New Mutant starts. Uh, Is that right? Yeah. I, that's why I just glanced. Uh, the movie is very well First cast. In New Mutants, it's a very Or subsequent. The movie is very well. And then they featured the in their own line from 83 yeah. to 91. Yeah. And those were the ones that I had. Like, yeah. I had a pretty near complete run. It was one of the only series I ever actually really single issue collected much because like I'm much more into trade paperbacks or hardcover than sure. anything, especially hardcover. I love the I love the om, omnibus, the omnibuses. Oh, oh, they're I fabulous. Love Thank them. you. Yeah, they're fantastic. Thank you for using omnibuy. That was cute. Omni, omnibuy. Like I just got Ooh. Yeah. Young Avengers omnibus. There. Very nice. Uh, one of my absolute favorite teams of all times for much the same reason i love new mutants i always love like a second gen of something like, yeah 
and the take that they do is much better in Marvel stuff. Uh, this is the Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey uh, run from 2013 collected. I just got that. They're actually coming out with a Young Avengers omnibus uh, in June, I believe, is the last uh, date I saw that I'm going to pre-order, actually. Nice. Uh, because there's a website I found that is like up to half off, sometimes up to 60% off of like hardcover and trade paperback. Shit, you'll have to send me a link. Oh, uh, yeah, I will, actually. <laughs> I don't know that I want to publicly say <laughs> it. Send me yeah. a link. <laughs> oh, like I'm about to grab a couple things like in that I need to get while they're getting good. Uh, okay. But like uh, Excalibur, New Mutants. I, uh, love Excal I love Excalibur, man. I got a soft spot for yeah. Excalibur, man. Same. Like it was, I loved Uncanny X-Men, but I really, I was in much more into New Mutants than Excalibur than I was like the main X-Men line. Yeah. Like I love I, the um... X-Men characters, but story-wise, I'd missed so much by that point that I was I like, eh. I was really into the uh, the cosmic stuff, like the Walt mm -hmm. Simonson, mm -hmm. uh, the like the um, Novas and the uh, like Adam Warlock and the Infinity yeah. Watch and like that kind of and f I fucking love Fantastic Four and like yeah, the, you know I mean there's like there's like a couple of those, but like as far as like X teams. I fucking love uh, X Force, Excalibur. Love X Force, X -Force Excalibur. Oh. So so good, man. So uh, good. Which X like X Force like the uh, the initial run that was the New Mutants uh, carryover. The let's see, because like X Force has a. I mean, that's been through a lot of different iterations, but it, like it has, it has. Um, X Force see. was. Like it was New Mutants up to uh issue 100 is when it switched over to X Force, and that's Secret when uh Rob is it Liefeld or Liefeld? Liefeld Rob Liefeld took over because, like, issue 98 was the introduction of Deadpool, uh, 8082 or 88, I forget which issue number, but like, I had it, I sold it. Or I wish I'd held on to it because I think I sold it for like 150 and now the cable introduction is worth like hundreds. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like uh that was uh Liefeld coming in at the end of New Mutants and like and then it switched over to X Force because it was like what was it initially? The carryovers were Wolvesbane, Cannonball, Sunspot. I believe that's it. Boom boom and yeah, domino I, I like i liked her man i think she doesn't get enough oh boom boom she i was a big not, exterminator boomer, boomer does not get boomer does not get enough love man i think she's oh no uh i mad love exterminators it's actually one of my deeper cut geek like i had the four issue like exterminators and then they joined x-factor and then into x-force and like that's one of my all-time favorite characters richter is like exterminators and then they, he and Shatterstar end up in X-Force. Uh, and then in X-Factor Volume 3, which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, and there are a couple in that. I, I love Richter and Shatterstar. Richter I followed from a kid. 
like Richter. I always had a weird fascination with Richter. Richter, Richter who Richter's was badass. I like Richter. Uh, I like, Exterminators. Um, I can remember them. It was Skids, Rusty, Boom Boom. Uh, at the time, her name changed a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's been through Rick, a couple of different iterations, yeah. but yeah, it's the Richter. Same Artie was the little green kid, I think. Artie? Yeah. Like there were two, like there was a little green alien kid. I think his name was Artie. And there was a kid in a wheelchair too. Like it was an oddly progressive little miniseries. Yeah. Like, I, I like the I like the weird Marvel stuff. Like I love Doob yeah. and Legion and fucking yeah. that that kind of shit. Legion's a trip. Legion's Legion is a trip. a trip. Yeah. It's it's yeah. definitely a mind fuck if you're not if you're yeah. not down for it. Like it's uh it'll 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 get you oh i like um bucks i'm so ready for that doctor strange 2 movie oh man it's gonna be good oh it's gonna be good i'm very very excited i'm very excited i went and read a spoiler report that was 90 let's say two percent what i've been predicting for a couple years now and i was like oh oh really nice i was like I was like, this gives every indication of being credible based on what we've seen in the trailers. And I was like, sure. and it's, I was wrong on one small, not well, there was one thing I was definitely wrong in if, if that proves credible when the movie comes out. But oh my sure. God, can I not wait? Oh, <gasps> can I not wait? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's oh. definitely gonna, it's definitely gonna change some stuff. Yeah. Like I lived Definitely for Wanda to begin stuff. with, and like Billy Tommy, like I couldn't stop crying every time they were on screen at Wandavision. It's embarrassing how much I cried watching Wandavision, and not because of the sad. Well, yes, because of the sad moments, but just any time Billy and Tommy were on screen, I was like, <laughs> 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 like <laughs> it was so ridiculous. I watched it with a drag queen friend of mine. Was like, hey come over and watch this with me and like make like help me understand shit and i was like yeah totally uh ruby rue oh yeah i yeah, went yeah. over and, yeah like ruby we were laying on ruby's bed and, like i was like further back against the bed and like trying to hide the fact of how much i was crying oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she would like look over and once she figured out that like literally anytime Billy and Tommy were on screen, I was guaranteed to at least have like a Love little bit tear, of tear. Yeah. She was like staring every uh, time they came on screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, don't look at me. I'm <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Oh, I'm such a comic nerd. Uh like Excalibur was a particular trip. Excalibur for me, like, was because you said you have a particular love of that. Like, I just got that legend set that they put out too. And oh my God, I know we're not talking about toys, but like, no, we, can oh, talk about to- we can talk about toys if you want to. Oh, I can't fucking wait for it. Because if they put out that Excalibur three set, which I have, like, also, oh my God, I need that Richter three pack so goddamn bad. And I could kill them. Like, was, I could kill Hasbro. That? It was in the multi-pack. Uh, it was in the one that I desperately need is oh, Richter, it was the classic Domino, and Cannonball. 
Oh, in the Excalibur one. Yeah. It was yeah, the first release yeah. of classic. Here, I have it. Hold on one and, second. And fucking Captain Britain looks amazing. Megan. Megan. I think uh, Megan. No, it's Megan. It's Megan. It's got two G's. Megan. Uh, the first time we've gotten her, too. She's like long. I, I, like the, uh, I like the bearded uh, Captain Britain. Yeah. There we go. That's a great, that's a great alternate head. And he's got the fucking oh, sword, so man. Fabulous. Yeah. The bearded is amazing. Like yeah. That. So if, if you're not watching the video, Cameron's showing the uh the yeah. uh, Excalibur uh three pack with uh Megan, uh Captain Britain, and uh Kitty Pride. Classic. Classic, Classic Kitty Pride. Shotgun. Yeah, with Lockheed. Who, by the way, is now canon canon that she is bisexual. Uh, Who, uh, Claremont, Kitty? yeah, Claremont had long said when he created her that he wanted <laughs> her to be bi, and that she was going to be in love with. I can't. I believe it was Ileana, like, but she had a female crush that Marvel was like, no. Oh, really? At the time, yeah, because she was one of their big characters. Uh, let me look. I think uh, it in, was Ileana in, in X Men, right? Like she was, she was uh, big and she was big and X Men. Yeah. yeah, like, but Claremont said he wanted to have uh, have her crush be female. Marvel X Men Kitty by God bless Chris Claremont. By the way, he really is my Claremont. Like, yeah, he's he's fucking great, man. I love Chris yeah. Claremont. Yeah, uh, was created by the legendary Chris Claremont and John Byrne. Again, his name comes again, up. Again, Chris Claremont and John. Yeah. Uh, of course, she famously was in love with Peter in the comics, was the first big one. And Spider-Man, too, I think, was one of the first ones she had a crush on in the comics. And then the next uh, one was, was Emma. Oh, here we go. He always intended Kitty and Rachel Gray to be soulmates. Oh. But was prevented by... Yeah. Like, and Rachel Gray is, uh, is that uh, Phoenix 2 from Excalibur? Rachel is... Or is that Rachel Summers? Rachel Gray and Rachel Summers are two no, different. No, Rachel, Rachel Summers is... No, that's the same one. Rachel Summers is... Um, Phoenix 2. Phoenix 2, and she's the daughter of Scott and Jean. Yeah. But in Excalibur, she's the Phoenix. She's the only. She's, she's Phoenix in Excalibur, yes. Because, like, I have the Nightcrawler that they did, and now I have this three pack. We need. She, got, a, she I, fucking has some power, too, man. Oh, yeah. Rachel is, Hippo, Rachel Hippo, is telepathy, quite scary. Telekinesis, temporal astral projection, and fucking Phoenix Force abilities. Yeah. Which is like. That's fucking insane, man. That's like super powerful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Billy to Wanda is the same way, and uh, like parentage in Marvel storylines tends to be the child is stronger than the parent. Like the, um, the child, the child inherits all the ability plus uh, from from <laughs> both. Yeah, from both parents. Yeah, um, that's yeah. like uh, what was the what's the kid's name in uh, Fantastic Four? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Nathaniel. Nathaniel, yeah. Uh, dude, is that right, Nathaniel? 
I'm double checking it. Uh, because I, it, let me make sure. Uh, Nathaniel Reed, is that right? Franklin? Franklin. Franklin. Uh, yeah. Wait, let's do Reed Richards' children. Because yeah, why Franklin does. Franklin Reed. Yeah. Franklin, Franklin. Franklin Richards, rather. Fra yeah, thank you. Yeah, always confusing with the damn names. Yeah, yeah. Franklin, uh, Franklin Richards is bad. Yeah, he's massively powerful. Yeah, massively powerful. And and has been since he was a child, which I think is crazy. Yeah. And then Nathaniel Richards is Iron Lad in Young Avengers. That's why I was confused. Oh, okay. I These got names. Because, like, oh, freaking the names. <laughs> Right, and actually, I fucking love that his name's his name's Franklin Benjamin Richards. Uh, yes, he's named he's named after Ben Grimm. Yeah, which I th which I think is fucking super sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people really love things. Like I I've noticed lately. Like well, uh, I just I just I just love that. Like uh, Sue and Reed love him that much that they're like, we yeah. name our kid after you. Yeah, I adore yeah, that. I think that's super cool. Uh, <clears throat> lately in the toy groups, there's been a big thing of like people that have multiple toys of one character. Like uh, Jason King used to have a ton of Hulk because, like, yeah, yeah. He had all the Hulks. like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. And then, like, uh, lately i've seen a couple different people like thing is one that a lot of people have in common where all of a sudden i'm seeing like everybody is like oh you have an all thing collection too i have one too like and i'm like oh my god okay yeah that's super cute in the um in the uh, uh tmnt community mm. the, the thing is army building mm -hmm. so you'll run across people who have like hundreds of Future toys or hundreds of cranks or hundreds of foot wow. soldiers or yeah. I never like, realized that's <coughs> like I always I and like because I'm relatively this, all the same figure. All yeah. the same figure, yeah. Because I'm newer to toy community. I really only I mean I had a couple of figures that I bought pre-covid like all specifically lgbt the first five i think i had was colossus because he's gay in the ultimate line uh and yeah. i have those all i have that complete run in hard I, forgot, I forgot about he that. was that was great yeah ultimate ultimate yeah. x-men colossus is gay that's right uh which he ends up with north star in that series uh is really yeah i haven't read yeah. that far that's amazing yeah, oh, it's a fabulous series. I have them the complete run in hardcover. And yeah, Ultimate, Ultimate X-Men is really, really fucking Oh, cool. I love the Ultimate line in general is exceptional. Like, well, uh, that's where you got Miles Morales. Oh, yeah, oh, I love great. I actually, that's one of the few toys I still have on my, or figures I still have on my uh, wish list is the Ultimate Peter Parker from that Space Venom wave. Because I'm like, oh, I need an ultimate Peter Parker. I right. want my, I want my Peter to be the ultimate one. Because I tend to limit to only one of a character. Going back to that army build, but pre-COVID, the only ones I had were like a Colossus, uh, 
Teddy and Billy from Young Avengers because there was a Young Avengers four pack way back in the toy biz days. Yeah, toy like biz. way back. Yeah, and those things are about to be worth so much money. Yeah, probably. Like I, I need to find an impact one, <laughs> like while they're still available for less than three hundred dollars. Yeah, but like, uh, like those two, Colossus. Oh, Midnighter and Apollo were the other. Uh, those were the first five oh, figures nice. I had. Yeah, I fucking love Midnighter, man. I really enjoy those way more than I ever thought I would. And like, I had an experience with a friend of mine who's very into comics, uh, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Visniastis, who's in the cast of the movie, actually, a nice. dear friend of mine. He's very into the boys. He likes like a dark, jaded, cynical comic. And I was like, yeah, you should do Midnighter and Apollo. And he's like, all right, what's it about? Yeah, Midnighter and, like, and Apollo is great. Um, and there was, I made the uh, mistake of describing them as kind of being like a quasi-Superman and a quasi-Batman who are a gay there couple. Was also, there was also a good run. Chuck, Chuck Dixon uh, did the... Did the uh, did the the writing on a Grifter and Midnighter? Uh, yeah, I, I, I have was, it. I was huge into Wildcats. Yeah. So that Grifter and Midnighter run, man, I was fucking all about that. I have uh, everything Midnighter and Apollo in trade paperback. Like it's a big chunk on my oh, shelf. Shit. Like, like authority through. They actually are. I love probably... the authority too. That was so fucking fun. That was a trip. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I would actually say in terms of representation, you can't find a character with more queer rep than Midnighter and Apollo. Like, the massive space it takes up for my full run of them. Like, the only other one would be Dakin. I have the entire run of, like, Dakin stuff. Right. Other than the last few years. And it's a massive set. And he was out from the beginning although they've never done a lot with his bisexuality it tends to be seemingly more of a weapon than not with him other than the last few years uh but like it's interesting that the darkest like most violent characters have the most like physically printed that like compared to like a billy and tommy or billy and teddy who now like are getting a lot because of empire like marvel like i complained i have a friend of mine i won't name him but i have a friend of mine that works at marvel and like he'd always be like if you want to pick something i can probably you know put you in the right place with the right people and i'm like yeah but i don't know what i want to do other than i want to do an all queer team which at the time they hadn't really embraced all that much like now because of young avengers they have like now we have an all queer team like uh although early iterations of young avengers just much more diverse but like this particular run the only straight character in all of those that show up in this one and there are some that aren't even on the cover but like the only straight mm -hmm, the only straight one is kate and kate's probably not straight kate's probably probably kissed a girl or two i'm just saying yeah i'm pretty (laughs) sure like i i put money on it yeah like probably kissed a girl or two i mean like uh... now marvel because of young avengers is like a significant and because of iceman this helps a lot like when iceman came out like that gave a lot yeah 
yeah like i actually have most of my custom figures that i'm doing are uh bobby related because i want to do like a space that is like the many boyfriends of bobby because <laughs> <laughs> there's been a ton of them there's been a bunch yeah like the one that i'm working on a custom now i took the uh the night monkey uh uh figure the mcu one with that little raised collar from uh far from home and like i'm gonna send it to a customizer to paint but i'm gonna have him add little blue to it and then i put the uh what if peter parker head on it and it looks like uh romeo who was i don't have a quick way of showing it uh romeo who was uh an inhuman and one of uh, bobby's first real boyfriends uh like a customized figure that i'm working on and then dakin killed one of his boyfriends yeah uh, like right in front of him like that was a pretty savage i was like wow okay marvel <laughs> like but bobby's been through him like tissue paper <laughs> yeah man he uh he, ch- he changes them like he changes underwear he's not yeah uh-huh. which is kind of funny because he had like they made such in the old old days of x-men and i listen i have really he ain't shy about it for damn sure no yeah the like (laughs) the people the fanboys that complained about bobby coming out they were like yeah but he was in love with that waitress forever and i'm like yeah i read because i have the marvel masterworks of x-men like up through the one that's coming out this summer like it like and i've read like that i forced myself to read the first 68 issues i think is where it cut off and then it was reprints uh before it became uncanny but i read those 60s ones and they're fucking terrible to begin with (laughs) like (laughs) i look i love stan lee and he he pioneered he pioneered he's he's brilliant you gotta hand but, it to, you gotta hand it to the man. He yeah. he invented but, he invented a lot of characters. He he has set the stage for a lot. Yeah, he the writing is writing super sixties. Is fucking <laughs> super cheesy. Oh, super so cheesy. I, I read a he did a um he did a he did a Fantastic Four one shot um that was like i was like so excited to get it because i was like oh stanley fantastic four hadn't written it in fucking years whatever yeah and yeah. grabbed it and i was like it's so fucking cheese i, I could barely, oh, i could so barely cheese. get through it it was, so I, it was it was an exercise i actually had a friend of mine named aaron who forced himself through the early x-men too and like he and i talked about it and it's just an ch- absolute chore like I appreciate it for its historical value, but storytelling wise, there's just nothing there yeah. of value. Like and like the characters are very one-dimensional. The interesting thing is that Bobby does have this kind of goofy crush on this waitress that he's just too uh he's always they made such a big deal out of him being too afraid to ask her out. And I was like, that fits into Bobby coming out later. Like that really does fit, sure. and like I'm like I know quite a few gay men with children in their past marriages because they like force themselves through like like but like 
a lot of times like somebody like a Bobby, especially in that era, like it really makes sense in terms of the storyline. Bobby gave them a lot of representation in terms of page space. Young Avengers is the other one in Marvel that's just been yeah. exemplary. But like, uh, uh, I still have to give it up for Midnighter and Apollo was doing that harder and more and better in the early days before anybody else really was like like marvel would have its queer characters but they just kind of like north star is a perfect example north star like like largely kind of just weird and then he died from a virus thing that was like an aids sort of parable like like it, there wasn't apollo was uh was was dc though right uh, well, not originally. It was, uh, it was what was it, Image that they no, bought I, out? I was about to say, originally it was, yeah, it was Image. Uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, it was Image because Authority, and then... Uh, uh, no, no, DC, no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't Image. It was Wildstorm. Is that, no, nah, let me look. Yeah, they're the wi oh, Wildstorm. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it is Wildstorm. Wildstorm. You're right. It is Wildstorm. Because Image is... Yep, uh, Wildstorm. Image 1999. Is, uh, Warren uh, Ellis, who I love. Image is fucking um, Spawn and that shit. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah Correct. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, Wildstorm was... I'm a little uh, stoned. <laughs> Wildstorm was uh, Gen, Thir Gen 13, Apollo and Midnighter, mm -hmm. uh, 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 fucking... Uh, didn't they do Wildcats? Yes. I think they did Wildcats too. Um they they had um there there was a there was a they they did a lot they did a lot. Yeah, Wildcats, Stormwatch. Stormwatch. Um, Stormwatch was the shit too. That was a really the they did the authority. The authority uh, Jeff, Death Jeff, Jeff 13. Yeah. Um, X Machina. Yeah. I have the I yeah, have yeah. that they, series. They, that they, actually is that character is by like that's a fabulous like i largely the stuff i collect is mostly very lgbt centric my action figures like in fact like i just Gen discovered too that's that's like some old shit that i haven't read in a i never years. really I'm, read it i love Gen like the only like i saw stuff from wildstorm outside um, of authority and ex machina but those were my those were the ones that i was reading Fucking what like was, what was dude's name? Jim Lee. Was it was it grunge? Yeah, grunge in in uh, Wildstorm was was a pretty is a pretty bad motherfucker. He was like five three two fifty, just like uh Ripped. Yeah, yeah, but a it was Wolverine. Jim, but it, yeah, but it was Jim. It was Jim Lee, uh, Jim Lee, Brandon Choi, and, and J. Scott Campbell mm. that did that did that that was that were doing Jet Thirteen, and it was yeah. it was super it was super fun, man. It was a good it was a good comic. I like that one a lot. I loved uh, uh, Authority. Was really Authority fun. was great. Authority. Yeah, Midnighter and Apollo really are like I I wish that like. It was. I understand my friends Nathan, my friend Nathaniel's reaction. I was saying uh, he 
he was like, well, what's it about? And I said, well, it's kind of a quasi Batman and a quasi Superman. They're a couple. And he's like, oh, but I hate that. And I was like, yeah, I had the same reaction when when you don't actually see them. It sounds very like, oh, no, like because it's like, oh, why don't they just, you know, and like then when I actually started, I just was like, all right, let me try it. Because like I found a copy of volume one and volume two of the trade paperback of authority for like really cheap. And I was like, yeah. And like, I was like, oh, holy shit. This is actually a really yeah, the dope character. Yeah, the authority is really, really good. Really great yeah. storytelling. Warren Ellis. Oh, yeah, War- yeah Warren, Warren Ellis, Ellis. Is, is fucking amazing, dude. I mean. Yeah. But yeah, that, uh, that offshoot. And and like I said, there was a, there was another one too that, that was a Grifter and Midnighter. That was yeah. that was super cool. That was a really. Good... Uh, I haven't read it. I have the trade paperback of it. I'm, I'm, a, it. I'm a, like I said, I'm a Wildcats fan, though, man. I'm a gr- yeah. Grifter. Yeah, Grifter's a bad motherfucker. Uh, I'll pull it down because I think it's just the one volume of that. So yeah, it's, it's not. Three. It wasn't. It wasn't much. It was four six. It was just like a mini series. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have the trade paperback. I'll pull it down and take a look at it. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, one of my favorite things about uh, them getting pulled into the DC universe when DC bought Wildstorm was like I love the relationship that they have created between Midnighter and uh, Nightwing. Right. Right. Yeah. Like that's a fun. Like I was like, really? Oh, right. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, like, and I like that, to the best of my knowledge, it's never, like, gotten more than, like, because, like, Nightwing is legendarily the best ass in DC. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, common knowledge, right? Like, right. you've heard this, too. This isn't new to you. This is like, funny. Yeah, like, I, it's, it's one of those things I've actually seen a lot of people talk about, like, everybody, like, there's, like, a, there was, I think, at one point, like, a Tumblr or something, like, like devoted to Nightwing's Devo- ass. Devoted to Dick Grayson's ass? Yeah, that's, like. That's funny. Yeah, if you type, oh, yeah, look at, I, let me see if I can get the, like, that's just a Google search, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking amazing like, there's probably there used to be like a tumblr or so. yeah here we go sci-fi.com nightwing's butt a thick spelled double c history of dick grayson's a butt thick history of dick grayson's twitter butt. discovered yeah article on polygon twitter discovered nightwing's butt this week and it was <laughs> dot 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 a cel- oh, Multiversity Comics, a celebration of Dick Grayson's ass. Yes, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're do- yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. We're, going- we're going for it. Pinterest, how Nightwing's butt became his defining feature on Screen Rant. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not new. I'm not, uh, this is not something I've made up. I wish that it were because I would love to be the, the, the originator of that. <laughs> but, like, right. no, this is. And like Midnighter and him have this weird fucking dark friendship because they're both kind of twisted fuckers. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like they have, like, there's a weird flirtation there that's just kind of hilarious. Like, they had their own series, in fact, that was just the two of them. Nightwing and Midnighter? Yeah. 
Really? Like, I didn't. I didn't never. Yeah. Read, I never read any of that. I didn't know they did I, that. Yeah, I have it. I think it's three volumes of trade paperback. Oh shit! Remember, right? That's got to be eighteen uh, or twenty issues or something. Yeah. Like, is my authority stuff on display? It is. Let's, I can show you some of the display. It's not really completely put together because I moved I moved into this place in September and maybe... Yeah, man. If it's like that, go on. I'll see you later. All right, appreciate it. Cody's, Cody's not feeling good. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe shit caught in my throat. Ugh. Go grab some water. Yeah, I may have to go grab a drink or something. Like up there is my <clears throat> deep well here. Like that's part. Oh of yeah, the I got the, the little little washer. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's part of the like that's all the shit that's still in box. <laughs> like these two shelves are gonna be all MCU, and then like the Young Avengers was my pride and joy. Cameron shown his his little Legends collections pretty. Oh young. yeah, hey. Pretty pretty fucking epic. And then the Avengers. My Hulkling is getting customized. He's got wings now from the I took the wings and the back piece off of uh <clears throat> excuse me, the uh oh my god, now I can't think of his name. Annihilus, Annihilus builder yeah, figure. Yeah. Uh-huh. With those big green wings and like a customizer filed them down. And glued the sockets onto the back of a Hulkling. You're gonna have to give me and some. Link. You're gonna have to give me some links to some guys you're using, man, because I got some ideas for some stuff. For sure. And then up top is where oh, my DC the is. Fucking Pee Wee. Oh yeah, love Pee Wee <laughs> Herman. Uh, I saw when it was on Broadway. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse on Broadway was. You're phenomenal. fucking with me, seriously? Oh yeah, it was amazing. I absolutely was there. Like before, before it was the HBO show. Is that what you're talking? Oh about? no, 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 no. The a uh, couple years back. Oh okay, I was about to say. Like that, uh, you know, they did it maybe, in theater before. Oh yeah, it with, was a with, show. Uh, it was a Phil show. Hartman. Mm-hmm. Phil Hartman co-wrote that and plays Captain Carl. Yes, he did. Uh, but up there is my. Uh, oops, sorry, I forgot what lost. Uh, Authority, and Midnighter. Can you see? Nice and King Shark, because King King Shark is King Shark is by King Shark. Like most of my DC characters, King Shark's by. He and he and John Constantine had sex. Really? Yep. Constantine's a freak, though, man. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't read Constantine. I love I love I love Constantine, but Constantine's a freak. Constantine's a freak, man. He, it's been on my list for a while because, like, yeah, the hell, there's, a he hell, there's, a, there's a lot of hell. There's a lot of Hellblazer stuff. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a lot. I mean, he, he they, they they've been they've been publishing him for for, for a for, while for a, a minute now. Uh, let's see here. 
Mm. So Hellblazer later this afternoon, has been published continuously since January 1988. Jesus. Continuously. Yeah, that's a lot. It. That's a, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, man. There is not a. There was a. There there is not. There's. There is a. There's a. There's a whole lot. He now he popped up in. He popped up in in Swamp Thing when Alan Moore was writing it, and then in oh, eight and oh, then yeah. in eighty eight they gave him his own series. Yeah, I need to like. I'll probably just go through and find out which stuff has like queer content, <laughs> and be like, I need a copy of that. If piece. if you if you haven't read original sin, you got to read original sin. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's fucking. Uh, text me that because I need to. Talk. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a, I'll send you an Amazon link or something. But uh, yeah, but yeah. So that, later this afternoon at. Three o'clock my time. I am seeing Batman in 4D. In 4D? 4D, which is my favorite. Yeah. Like uh the chairs move, they're on hydraulics, like there's sets of four chairs and like three rows of them side by side. So it's 12 chairs. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. The uh four sets of four, so 16 across. And like each set of four is on its own hydraulic control that it like nice like does like it can like do like a turn like that like a gyroscopic like with you it can lurch forward back uh side like different yeah like it's really dope and then they also have like um uh like wind like the my fan i can hear it i have it on low hold on now you can't hear me yeah like right in front but of the fan. like but they'll like but they'll like have wind yeah wind and shit. like it like air cannon blasts or like the steady fan that's like really yeah and then like uh what else uh smells there's a little bit of smells it's not the most it's that's the some, worst that's some disney it's shit man. the smell yeah very much so it's it's very much an amusement park ride yeah, that's some, but that's with movie disney, that's some disneyland shit. but they have it like timed like so that it does like different effects like the sure. greatest the greatest example was when i saw uh first it was an advanced screening the day before it opened wide i usually see them the night before uh, Marvel stuff. I always book the first screening I can get, and Doctor Strange too. I'm praying the like the like they have shows. They'll like do yeah. I'm praying there's two of them because I'm gonna back to back Strange too. Because nice. based on what I read, I'm going to weep both times. <laughs> like, oh well, I mean it's no spoiler that Billy and Tommy are in the MCU, and sure. I've been I'm. I've been predicting that they are going to be a big part of the plot. Why Wanda does what she does, and like, and that they'll age up at the end of this. And it sounds like I am right. Sounds like I'm like like you could be right. We're I've been <gasps> predicting Young Avengers movie since Ant Man in 2015, 2016. Uh, what year well, is that? I I've known you since 2018. 
Yeah. Have I, that's like, crazy. I've known you since 2018. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so and I'm and oh yeah, you you've been talking about that. Yeah. Oh, I, since, I the since minute then that I they, know for sure. The minute <laughs> that Cassie, who is Scott's daughter, showed up in Ant Man, I was like, that's Cassie Lang. That's Cassie and Lang, like my yeah. friend was and my friend was like, okay. And I was like, mm. no, 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 no. That's Cassie I was Lang. like, that's Cassie Lang. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, I was like, in the comics, she's a teenager where I come into her like heavily. Yeah. And like, I was like, and she's one of the young Avengers. I was like, Marvel doesn't just throw Easter eggs at you generally at all. Not like, like and that. If, no. Like they're not putting that character in unless she's in for a reason. Yeah. And like I was like, I think they're building Young Avengers way back in 2015, 2016 right. when that came out. The second one came out at the end of the second movie. There's a beautiful little scene that people forget between uh Cassie and Hope. Yes, Hope. Uh that Cassie is like. I want to be able to fight with next to my dad someday, but like until I can, I'm really glad you're doing it. it kind of is the essence of the scene. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, mark my words, Ant-Man 3 has Cassie and Scott fighting side by side right. as like stature, who she becomes in the Young Avengers. Right. Like I was like, oh, it's coming. And then like the minute that, and then like when they announced WandaVision, I was like, Billy and Tommy. I was like, Billy and Tommy are in that. And then when they announced Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, there's a decent chance, Patriot? Because, like, that storyline that introduces right. uh, Elijah uh, and Isaiah and Josiah, uh, that whole family, like, that's important to young Avengers. And then they showed up in that. And, like, and uh, Loki, I was like, young Loki. And then, like, the second I saw those pacifiers in the WandaVision teaser way back when, I was like, I wept. I was like, yes, like, we're getting Young Avengers. Yeah, I've been predicting it now for, God, six, seven years. Really? However long it's been since Ant-Man came out. The first Ant-Man? Like, yeah, because Cassie is in that first Ant-Man. Like, and they prominently, like, go back and watch those movies. Like, they really... Yeah, they're, they're, the they're, in, they're in there. It's not a... Oh, she is substantial in it, too. Yeah. Like, and, like, I cannot wait for that third Ant-Man, especially because Kang is very specific to the Young Avengers. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. they've been they've been planting those seeds from way back. What is Ant-Man? 2016? Kang's a, Kang's a great... Yeah, he's a he's a great villain too. Such I'm really villain. curious to see what happens with Iron Lad because here's the thing: uh, 2015. So now I've been predicting it seven years, yeah. seven years. Uh, like hell yes. Uh, the interesting thing about Iron Lad is that he is the Kang of this timeline and dimension, like, uh, and a future Kang, Kang, the bad Kang comes to Iron Lad in this and like is like, hey, you're the Kang. And like young Kang, Iron Lad is like, no, I don't want to become this monster and goes seeking out Avengers. There are no Avengers. Scott is dead. He runs into Cassie and 
Kate Bishop and Billy and Billy's boyfriend, Teddy, and eventually right. later, Tommy. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, we're getting Kang. The interesting thing about the Iron Lad character is that there's two ways that they can go in the MCU. There's that kid in the third Iron Man who Tony gives the tech to. You remember him? Yeah. Yeah, that little kid that Tony gave the tech to, and then he shows up at the end of Tony's funeral after all the other characters. You see him in the very back next to Captain Marvel and Sam Fury. Like that kid, that's him as a teenager. It's the same actor too. Like they, like he was the right age at the end of uh, Endgame. Like, so there's a really good chance that that could be the Iron Lad. The yeah. other thing is, I've seen online somebody had the idea of wait a minute. They have this digital ability to de-age the actors now that they really did quite well with uh uh samuel L. jackson in uh captain marvel as well as they've done now a little bit with uh uh oh my god why can't i think his name michael oh hank them michael douglas oh yeah like in the de-aging and michelle pfeiffer too and that uh, like when they did, um, they did a little bit if of that they cast the Mandalorian was Luke, yeah, and it's like something that, like Disney's they, like they've de the Disney's played with that a little bit. It's it's pretty smart. I mean, it's kind of the future because it gives you a whole new storytelling ability that one actor can do a whole yeah, lot a whole of lot acting, stuff, yeah. Nah, uh. Now, the actor that plays him, Jonathan Majors, is black. And I love the theory that this guy put forward was, he was like, what if the Iron Lad is uh, Jonathan Majors playing a teenage version of himself that they've de-aged? Because like, given the capability of that actor, there's every reason to think he could very easily portray that character as a young teenager and they just digitally the same way they did with uh chris evans like in uh that first captain america like that they can make him look like young teen version and that actor is very much capable of right. playing that role and i was like and that brings because one of the great things about young avengers not only is i mean the volume one that they do is a very very diverse group uh, i mean well, all the iterations of young avengers have been but it's not just lgbt it's also poc and female uh female strong like and that's what young avengers is is yeah, really yeah. just the diverse strong and i'm like oh it would be amazing to have yet another person of color in that cast too sure. because you've already got america chavez who is a lesbian latina yeah uh and then who, you've got who kicks fucking ass by the way oh america my god <laughs> oh my god america chavez, america chavez is one of my favorites <laughs> uh, i i am beyond thrilled of how heavily featured she is in that strange two trailer because right. like i was i was afraid she was just going to be a plot device and that trailer came out and i was like nope don't have to worry about that right. i was like she is clearly she's in all there. over yeah. that movie like especially and then when they had the, the figure in that wave that she is one of the six figures sure. i was like well and then i just noticed last night actually i was re-watching the trailer 
and had it pause to like and uh to text uh guy i've been talking to back and like uh uh the way it was paused it was america like reacting to what's the name of the monster like although i know they had to change names for golgotha or uh the big sure, eye monster sure. the big eye monster that's in the trailer she's reacting to it and looking up and the shot the way i had it paused i was like wait a minute wait a minute and i got closer to my screen she's wearing the lgbt flag on her denim jacket and i was like oh, oh. no that's cool i was like thank you marvel i was like, like oh we got the the rainbow flag on her jacket and shit yep nice i was like like it's they have come really strong like or well i can see that they're coming strong because like not everything's been released but i'm like oh the representation is about to get very diverse in the mto yeah. and i am all well, I, about I it. think uh i i think that uh shang chi was a great step yes in, oh. in the in the right direction for for that yeah. as well man Oh, absolutely. I absolutely love that movie. I, I just rewatched that. I know a uh, lot, I know a lot of people that fucking just love the shit out of that movie. It was amazing. I saw that in 4D uh in fact three times. Yeah. Did you really? Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I well, I have a Regal Unlimited pass and there oh, are nice. two okay. There are two 4D theaters in New York, uh, uh one on 42nd, one on 14th. And like I go, I'm just like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go do that again. Like, uh, what did I do? I'll go do that again. That's Black great. Widow four times. Uh, what was after that? Eternals. Eternals. No, it was uh, no Wait, Black, Black Widows. Black Widows. Shang. Uh, then Shang Chi. Then oh, Shang Chi. I did three times. Eternals twice. Uh, and then Spider-Man I've done three times. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy the 4D experience. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I'm going to have to wrap it up in about 10 or so. Yeah, man. I need to absolutely, absolutely. head out to, to Union Square. Yeah, Batman. Go ahead and do your deal, man. Go ahead and do your like, deal. Um, I, the you, reviews on this have been really good, so I'm on, very excited. On the, bat, the new Batman movie? The Batman the batman yeah the batman um the uh the batmobile looks fucking amazing i actually have largely avoided reading much about the it I just well, kind I of the, the guys who RC. built it the guys who built yeah. it posted on instagram and he because he the dude who built it is like a crazy fucking batman fan yeah and he, and he was like there but he's a yeah. car that builder he's a car builder and he's like a crazy batman fan he was like i never yeah. fucking thought in a million years when i saw the michael keaton batman movie yeah that i would be fucking building a batmobile yeah and he oh, like yeah. had pictures and he was like you can tell this is not the one that we built for the movie but this is like one of the iterations pre-production that they mm. had done for them and he like had all these great shots of it and shit and uh, it looks fucking amazing, man. It's really fucking good. So I I yeah. love that the car that the car nerd was yeah. like, I fucking nerded out because I got to build a fucking Batmobile. Like I thought, yeah, hell yeah, I, yeah. I thought that was really dream cool. come true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, I've heard, uh, I've heard mixed, I've heard mixed reviews. I'm, uh, I've, I've seen some people re- not I've heard mixed like reviews, it, but... but there's a lot of fucking haters. Um, there's a lot of patents and haters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there's two, there's two, uh, there's two things that I would, if you're a Robert Pattinson hater. He's I, actually a good actor. That I would, I, I've I, seen him. I was about to say, there's a couple of things that I would point you to if you are a Robert Pattinson hater. Uh, the one, one of them uh, is the is the lighthouse. Yeah, uh, the lighthouse. And, That's and the, brilliant. the other. Uh, uh, also, uh, brilliant Willem Dafoe performance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that movie was fantastic. Lighthouse. Yeah, was great. it's a weird, twisted little. The other one is called The Devil All the Time. I don't know that I've seen that one. You haven't seen that one? Which one is it? It has uh, it has him and uh, uh, Tom Holland and Bill Skarsgård. Ooh! It's it's uh, it's about he uh, he plays a character called uh, uh what's his fucking name the reverend preston t garden and he's this fucking creepy like yeah fire and brimstone preacher uh, uh yeah but if you haven't seen that movie, if you haven't seen that, that movie, sounds man, worth the watch if you that haven't seen that movie man it's fucking great tom holland's great in it really fuck i I, I really enjoy him i I've been listening to, I love Kevin Smith. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. And he's been talking about, he's like, really, he was like, I love the other Spider-Men. But like, he was like, Tom Holland really is by far the best Peter Parker. He's so good. Like, man. Oh, he's just he's so perfect. Good. And it doesn't hurt that he just is endlessly charming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really. Absolutely. Oh, he's so good. I can't wait for Miles Morales, though. Oh, I'm a big Miles fan. I'm ready for a movie, Miles. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> like, I have a feeling they, well, he signed for another trilogy, but like, or Tom Holland did, but I was like, yeah, but I can also guarantee you that, like, coming up. There's, yeah, you're getting to Miles some <laughs> well, point pretty quick. Well, we're getting a multiverse. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. means That's that true. they can play with things like that. That's true. Which is, is which true. is which is super cool. Uh, like I, th- yeah. I think that's going to be, uh, and I think that Doctor Strange is going to be the beginning of mm-hmm. some of those other things, bringing some of those other things together, and having like Miles movies and like shit like mm-hmm. that. It's gonna Ooh. be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good, man. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, thank you so much for your time. Cameron. Oh, thank you, my darling. Congrats. I love you. I love you too, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, and and uh, I, I wish you all the best and continued success and good luck on your on your film. Everybody, thank you so uh, much. Go. Where can where can everyone find your uh, your socials uh, and your movie and your sure. your stuff. 
Uh, I'm Cameron Cole on Facebook. You can add me as a friend on Instagram. I'm Cam and the city. C-A-M-A-N-D the city. Cam like sex city. and the city. Yes. You know. uh, the movie is called Twitter Pated. Uh, it's on Instagram and Facebook as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Give us a follow. Yeah, absolutely. Go follow Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate you, man. I love you. I love you too. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your movie. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Bye bye. <laughs>